some form of CBD that, uh, like, damn near incompetent, like, wow, I can't even say the word. Incapacitated. Yeah, I can't even say the fucking word. It damn near does that to the people who take it, and it's, like, illegal, apparently, to sell. Um, maybe I shouldn't be talking about it, actually. <laughs> what is it called? Delta 8. But they keep saying Delta 8, and this Delta variant is, like, all over the news, so I'm always just, like, they keep saying it, and I just hear it, and I keep hearing the fucking word Delta all the time. Um, Delta 8 is a cannabis compound that has become popular because of its similarity to Delta 9, THC, the main compound in cannabis that gets you... High. Okay. okay, so it's just a form of CBD that actually gets you high. Because CBD is famous for not getting you high. And I think that's why it's technically illegal. I don't know a lot of the logistics about it. Yeah. But all that shit is very hard to tell what is and what isn't legal. Well, that's what it looks like. Okay. <laughs> Delta 8 versus Delta 9 THC. Tetrahydrocannabinol. Yeah. I love I love that that word. Tetrahydrocannabinol. Yeah, tetrahydrocannabinol. That's just a good series of Dude, well, okay, well now look up the um look up um what is it? Fuck, I can't remember now. Oh, the terpenes, like the most popular terpenes in weed. Have you ever looked those up and seen what they're called? No, I haven't. It's interesting. I have a, I have like a physical sheet somewhere that lists all of them. Oh wait, maybe it's something like this. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Is a bowl. yeah. Some of these are <laughs> not that popular, um, but the be. most popular ones are like limonene, myrcene, terpen, terpenoline. And like, uh, yeah, terpenoline. There's actually transneuralidol. These are not that, um, I don't know about a lot of these. There's some on here that, uh, I've never seen before. But they also have some that I do know of, or they don't have any on this list that I do know of. That's weird. There's Delta 3 carrying. Hmm. Interesting. See, I mean, yeah, it's so much I don't know about. It's evolves. It's it's evolved so much from just like before you'd buy it in high school or some shit, and it would be, you never knew really what it was actually. Yeah, like could be Reggie. It could be K two. Like not shit. even real marijuana. I don't know. Like it's so weird to go from that to this whole scientific like chemistry chemical like natural chemical shit i don't know it's cool though yeah um it it reminds me of like well obviously people have been smoking cannabis Mm -hmm. for thousands of years or a thousand years or Mm -hmm. you know a long time um or chewing it well i guess i don't know if people chew it they chew tobacco yeah like you chew tobacco Stuff that but had caffeine in it. Generally, humans like taking plants, taking the plants around them, and brewing them into things that change their experience. Like that's that's a tale as old as time. Um, 
even though we weren't told that in schools. Right. But it's like what they were consuming versus what we have now is so different. And when you see, if you just look at it, even just on concentration, like level of THC concentration, it's like the chart. If you could chart it over the last 30 years, it'd just be sky high. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and that's the same for like beer. Shelves today. That's the same for beer and wine, I'm pretty sure, too. Because beer and wine were like a common drink. Like people would drink it more than water, apparently. Well, yeah. Um, because I've it would like kill the bacteria and shit. Yeah, like if you, the alcohol, mm-hmm. and they would do this with wine as well. Um, the alcohol would like kill the bacteria and would have it be cleaner water. Mm-hmm. So they would like, yeah, everyone would just drink beer, but it was super low alcohol beer because mm-hmm. they just brewed it in, you know, some fucking pot or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> and so, well, yeah, I wish I drinking wine, drinking beer all day, and that would be most of their water intake and they might only drink water if they found like a really clean stream or yeah. if it rained yeah. or something like that yeah so it's crazy and then all the same you could imagine i don't know maybe those people of course it's a different context because that's like drinking for survival but right right well you know, they, kids might have been smoking on joints <laughs> like kids in the tribe yeah well and that's that's what's weird about cannabis is that we don't maybe I'm ignorant to it or maybe we don't have that history like we do about alcohol with cannabis or it seems like it's not, it's not in a lot of history or maybe people didn't want to talk about it. I don't know. I I wish we had some kind of historic um, timeline for cannabis, a more present one. And there might be one out there. I don't know. Um, But that's something I thought of this morning, actually. Because it, I feel like it's easy for a lot of people to be like, oh, they would burn it in, like, such an, they have evidence of this or that. I just don't want to be another person that, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Here's, I just uh, looked, looked that up on DuckDuckGo. And there's like some stuff about it, but it's like who you don't really know if it's true. Like you have to verify, obviously I can't do that yeah. here live, but obviously, Oh yeah. Okay. So this is something like that we've heard about that. Like George Washington was really into hip. Yeah. Like, had, had a huge hemp plantation and I don't know if he smoked it or if there's ever any reports of that. Well, They're the thing is commodity. You can make pretty much anything out of hemp. So, I mean, that's why they have, they would have hemp, but hemp is just the, the male version of the cannabis plant. Oh. The female version is the, the flower that buds and then you smoke said bud, like the pollen, basically the keef. I mean, that's essentially what it is. Um, it's like the, what the, the female plant like produces almost as a. Like, is it a part of, I don't know, that reproduction process, I guess you'd say? I would guess. I don't know for sure. But from my understanding, that seems to be the case. But, yeah. um, so, I mean, I'm sure 
not only George Washington, but multiple um, historical figures had hemp yeah. um, crops until about probably the 1900s, maybe like late 1800s. It says here it seems. On, on this, um, I'm reading this article, Renaissance of Cannabis. It says that during the Mexican Revolution in the 20s, immigrants bring recreational marijuana use to U.S. Mm. That's in the 20s. And then it says in the 30s, anti-marijuana propaganda spreads public fear. And there's a lot of racism oh. involved in that, yeah. in that uh, propaganda because they would just like make white people scared of going crazy and acting out essentially like quote unquote just like really fucked up uh yeah stereotypes involved with it no and i I heard that's why they actually pushed the name marijuana Mm. because like that's um some i think like a mexican slang term for like tobacco or something yeah i don't know i should probably verify that but it makes sense but they like wanted it to sound like uh, like exotic for the yeah. American, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the devil's lettuce. <laughs> It'll make you go insane. Yeah, and everyone uh, like talks about the classic. Uh, what is it? Reefer Madness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a sign somewhere. I could probably grab it. Hold on, I'll grab it real quick. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, yeah. It's a silly sign. I bought it when I was young and high and dumb. I'll be right back. <laughs> well, I feel like it's popular even just to embrace how ridiculous those fear campaigns were, all the drug fear campaigns. Um, seems like a good collectible for a lot of people to have. Do you find it? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. It says uh, you can only, you can read it backwards, but that's what it looks like. But I'll read it. Oh no, you, we can see it. Uh, oh, you can it, see it. It just looks backwards on your oh, side. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's how Zoom works. So a vicious okay. racket with its yeah. arms around your children. Damn, that's a bar. And it says, <laughs> yeah, marijuana. Also, I love that graphic. The devil with that right. fine lady. It just says, like, like, sin, degradation, vice, insanity, devil's harvest, the smoke of hell, debauchery, the (laughs) truth about marijuana. It's just, like, an old propaganda. It's not actually old. They, like, remade it. I bought it at fucking... That's either a Hastings sticker or um, vintage stock. Yeah. Shouts out Hastings, if you remember Hastings, if you're old like us. (laughs) Damn, that's going to be one of those stores now. When we're like, did you ever go to Hastings? Uh, hardly. Damn. Is that like vintage stock? They had everything, bro. They had everything from Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments to a library. (laughs) (laughs) They had video games. They had movies. Um, Yeah, it was cool. Comic books. Yeah. Like super weird graphic novels and shit. Animation. Did they get like wiped out, like blockbuster or whatever? Yeah, Yeah. probably. Yeah, it's rough. Most of their shit was yeah, just old like '90s, early 2000s stuff. Basically, Um, there was a lot of horror movie stuff too. My parents never allowed me to like watch anything 
you know, too crazy. So when I would go to Hastings, that would be the time that I could, like, sneak away and go look at all of it. But ne- never, like, watch it until I was older. <laughs> yeah. But I would just look at all of it. Dude, now I'm just looking up old posters. Old marijuana, like, fear posters. <laughs> Weird orgies, wild parties. <laughs> Unleashed Unleash passions. <laughs> yeah, this, th- this is, like, whoever designed these designs these posters, like, they need to... There's a syringe. For shows, like... Yeah, for sick. real. Oh, man, that would be a sick show. Well... Yeah, like, like lust, crime, sorrow, hate, shame, despair. Those are all, like, band names. <laughs> yeah. Man's from Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, it's crazy with, like, Hastings and... Block- well, I don't know about Hastings, obviously, but, like, with Blockbuster, mm-hmm. like, MBA students, they, like, study... What, what do they call that? Um, a, like a case study. That's it. They'll do like case studies for like Blockbuster, like how Blockbuster got wiped out. Oh, yeah, yeah, so It's yeah. like a, a post-analysis yeah. of like the death of the company. Apparently, that's a lot of what you learn if you're getting an MBA. Mm. I've, I have a friend that, that went through with that. And he was like, you just, you just study a bunch of cases throughout history and see why a bunch of stuff didn't work. Damn. I was like, that's, that's pretty cool. Like you're studying the de- like seemingly if you're getting an MBA, you mm-hmm. want to start a business. I don't know, I guess. And so you're like studying everyone in the past. That's like, died yeah, you're before. doing like history on it almost like, yeah. I, I wonder how much longer it's going to be until we have, uh, like revamped video stores. Hmm. Like, they're going out of business now, but I wonder if we'll see in our lifetime, like, when we're, like, in our 40s or 50s, people our age will start opening, like, mom-and-pop video stores. See, at that point, will it be, like, an antique store? Will it be, like, you're sitting on wealth? Because people all uh, pe- people open, like, coin and gold and jewelry stores mm-hmm. and or, like, antique stores. And, no. like, sometimes it's, like, shit. But then no. sometimes it's like they're sitting on a fortune I'm and saying, they just open up a store and they're selling it slowly. Like that, that kind of. I'm saying like, what if the market, when the, our generation gets older, what if the market for like VHS shit gets revamped because I don't know, some kind of like trend or something, who knows? Like it would just be crazy in the future to see something similar to like a arcade bar. But it's like yeah. a it's like a VHS blockbuster store basically that you can rent movies or buy them probably I don't know. Honestly, I bet I bet that'll exist in some places because it's always nostalgia. Because mm-hmm. that's why and that's, arcade yeah will that always come back around. Yeah, that's exactly my it's point. Not, yeah, yeah, like, like it's not even about necessarily the games mm-hmm. themselves. It's about the location and the aesthetic. And like the feel of it, and so anything that has that characteristic, I feel like will have will be brought back to life at some point. Right. I guess it'd make more sense if it was DVDs. But like, I don't know. But also like like VHS, you think, or like if you if we like put in, I don't know some. I'm trying to think some like we put in the sand a lot. And like a CRT TV and yeah. a VCR car and like watched it today. Like it would look a certain like there way. Are, there's subtle differences. Yeah. Like it would probably be really 
uh, I don't know, nostalgic. Mm-hmm. So I could see people, I don't know, getting really into that. But like with collecting old video games too, mm-hmm. like people take that seriously. Yeah. They, they have like rooms dedicated to it in their houses yeah. and shit. It's sick. I mean, that's, I don't know if how much of that stuff will actually be worth mm. a bunch of money in the future, but. But it's nostalgia. Yeah. Like it just goes back to being nostalgic, I guess. But that's why I like the Switch. I can play like pretty much every old Nintendo game on my Switch yeah. for, for like one ninety nine a month or something. Not every game, but all the good ones, like all the really good ones. And I think it's in a rotation or they slowly add more games. Uh-huh. Um, but it doesn't have that same feel, the same analog, like feel where you're like all right it's time to grind out if like a whole night of playing zelda or something or i would do that with like sonic the hedgehog on my sega like just trying to get to the highest fucking level i could get to yeah (laughs) and because every game was just super hard yeah 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 no i mean people obviously go crazy for that stuff so it makes sense that it'd be around for a while mm-hmm. i mean it defined it defined it eh, i don't know if you could say it defined a generation but it definitely is now because way more people now play video games mm-hmm. in, in larger group just across the whole world right and and that's why when like if you mention something like opening an old video store i'm just like why why do that in the real world you know, <laughs> like, why not just open a VR store if everyone's going to be spending, if no one's going down Main Street? Yeah. Like, you would open it, I don't know, or you would find some way to bring that experience, whatever you're offering to them. But Well, I, I guess in my head, I'm trying to live more in the real world, personally, like the older I'm getting. And so that's kind of where my perspective is going. But that's true. Like, I don't really think our world is headed that way. My world, my little personal world might be, but. Yeah. I mean, that's a good, that's a good thing to go after. Like, just a general thing that everyone should is like, as I get older, I want to live more in reality. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, More in the real world. It's like, that's, that's probably good, you know? Yeah. Uh, Well, it is for me. Maybe it isn't for some other people. And that's fine. Like, that, there's no problem with that. But really, the pandemic showed me that shit. Just, like, being outside again. I guess skateboarding did, too. These are all things that I do when I'm high. So this is good that we're talking about this. Um, yeah. And we're talking Coming about... Back around. <laughs> well, see, I, f- I think that, like, video games and... Uh, being outside. Kind of, well, being outside, video, video games, games, eating great food, drinking good drinks... <laughs> Like nothing that's insane, nothing that's uh, <laughs> what is it, uh, debauchery or whatever. I mean, it could be, but yeah, if you let it. But it just—I don't know. Yeah, if you're generally a happy person, it kind of like can amplify that at times. It's totally, really cool. totally, yeah, and that's where 
I think like you have to be, uh, you know, you have to, your, your life in general has to be in order. Mm-hmm. And this goes into all of the stigma and like negatives of weed. I actually hated weed most throughout my teenage years because just some people I knew and like mm-hmm. my, my brothers, like it seemed like something that was draining mm-hmm. and like took away people's energy and like excitement and creativity. And that's, that was the opposite of what I wanted. So I had kind of a negative stigma around it. And I think I'm a little more balanced now. Obviously I, I smoke marijuana now and I feel like I get the benefits from it. I shouldn't say marijuana, I guess I should say cannabis. I don't know. It don't matter like, anymore. I don't think it, yeah. it, that, and that's, what's cool though is I don't Well, think now I'm like thinking of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's cool. Like I think now we're getting to a point in society where it just doesn't really even, it just doesn't even matter. It's like so normalized. I don't yeah. think, I don't think we're ever going to go back to it being illegal. And I'm sure people thought about this with uh, alcohol too, like after prohibition, they were like, they ain't never going to do that again. <laughs> like, yeah. And so I kind of feel like that's what, anyways, not to get too deep into what it's called. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, totally, totally. That's prohibition was crazy though. Like mm-hmm. that's well, and so is the making the drug war. making yeah the drug war for one, but also making cannabis illegal. Like it is crazy. Yeah. It's fucking insane. It helps with so much shit, and we'll be broken records if we start going into all of that. But like, yeah, it is. But it can be detrimental too, though. Like I mean, if you're young, if you're younger. And well, kind of like what you were saying earlier, like I'm sure the people that you saw growing up were at least five years, like maybe older or around your age or something. And so it's kind of like when you're younger, it can for sure – if you already have like some issues that you're too young to even know how to like approach them, sometimes cannabis can like not help with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like with there, there's a lot of subtle ideas around it, but if I just think about it as like video games, <laughs> like just weed and video games, right? Like if you've got people or let, let's just say kids or young people and like what they love to do, what they're mostly doing is playing video games, playing video games with each other. It's what they really care about it's hard to like in that, in that scenario, I think it's almost detrimental, like, mm-hmm. because I don't know, just the, uh, the effects of the drug, like it makes you want to stay in place doing what yeah, you're doing. That's for and, sure. And video games are a unique, uh, unique substance. You could call it, you know, yeah. itself is, is in that it engages you so much. Like well, it's stimulating. You. And when you're stoned, like, that stimulation is almost amplified. And mm-hmm. I only say that from experience because two or three years, maybe four years ago, especially that's pretty much all I did at one point was get stoned and play video games. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. And, and when you see how powerful of kind of a incentive black hole that that can be for yeah. young people. Yeah. Because it engages, like, video games, they engage the part of your brain that's, like, problem-solving mm-hmm. and, like, working. 
Um, and all of the same, you could be, you could have, you know, gotten high and I don't know, done, done something with your hands or I code a lot of times and I'm high and it's not always great, but like in the right setting, it's like, yeah, I'm amplified, I'm tunneled in mm-hmm. and, you know, I feel relaxed when normally like sometimes doing these kinds of things, getting into your work, it can be like really stressful, like your cortisol levels rise and, you know, THC does mm-hmm. suppress those and upregulate, uh, obviously dopamine, right. which is what you're seeking when you're trying to work. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a weird, like I, I thought about it a lot. That, <clears throat> um, I think like weed has a bad rap and it can be associated with these kinds of, just like doing nothing. Right. Um, but at the same time, it can encourage the opposite, but it's like really nuanced depending on what your lifestyle is like. And, and really that's what it is. Like, what is your lifestyle? Like, do you have friends or a family that's like pulling you back into the real world or is everything that you're looking for in life increasingly on the other side of the screen? And then, you know, like we put you in the perfect state to zone out just like mm-hmm. everything else mm-hmm. in your life. And so like, I think that, and, and there's a lot, it's not always just video games. Like for some people it's, it's Netflix, mm-hmm. which I can't imagine. Like, just like watching Netflix again. Like that's not my thing. Like all day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But some people like that's what they love to do. Is right. Right. Their body is still as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just like watch tons of Netflix and eat ice cream. Yeah. Oh and, dude, you just fucking reminded me. I have ice cream in the freezer. <laughs> wow, man. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> you are that after this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, just get just get outside afterwards. Take a run. No, nah, man, that's for the week. I'm on the weekend, baby. <laughs> I was just about to get yeah. into that, though. I mean, it like, um, if you want to use marijuana to amplify your life in a positive way, like running and eating edibles is like a crazy fucking experience. But that seems pretty unintuitive. But it yeah. take it takes a lot of work because you have to stay very hydrated. And you have to make sure that you eat a lot. Not a lot, but like enough to... You have to be responsible with your diet, essentially. And it's sometimes yeah. that can be hard to regulate that like when you're stoned. Or you're trying to use it for medical purposes. Like That is kind of a side effect that can sneak up on people, for sure. If they're mm-hmm. not careful. Like you said, just like getting comfortable, getting used to sitting. And like just eating. You know, you have like good turkey sandwich with tomatoes and like lettuce and stuff and then you also have cheetos but then it just turns into you're eating the bag of cheetos like <laughs> which is what i did <laughs> so <laughs> it just like you have to stay on top of it and like almost have a routine and start treating it kind of like you would be taking a pill or something i mean that's what mm-hmm. i had to do i'm speaking my experience pretty much but um the that's the way that i've seen it like benefit me um is through doing that because it 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 helps with a lot of everyday issues that i have um and i don't know it it if you time it right it can amplify doing like strenuous things in in sometimes in a negative way but then whenever i'm done i feel like i overcame something like really hard 
And maybe it wasn't that hard. Maybe it's just my perception. <laughs> but it still gives cool. me it, it it gives me that like reward that video games was giving me. But I'm being active and I'm actually like using my body and I start thinking deeper about it and that kind of like helps fuel me to uh to do it marijuana for me helps me focus basically and i think that's kind of what you're kind of getting at i don't know yeah no and you're and you're pointing out something good that like you're tapping into like sometimes deeper introspective thoughts at least i think if you're using it in the right context and that's where i get a lot of my main advantages like getting um being high sometimes at night when i'm just like a little more slowed down and i'm thinking mm-hmm. and i just see through my bullshit i'm just like it just feels like you can see right through your your ego yeah even though you're still there like it's not like psychedelic and it totally taken up the equation but i don't know for me it's uh i feel like i tap into deeper like introspective thoughts mm-hmm. and i'm kind of like i'm always just like why you know, why do I worry so much? Right, right. <laughs> or like, like I, sh- I should tell people I love them more. Like, yeah. those are the types of thoughts I have. And, you know, that's obviously it's one of its best manifestations. But, you know, you got to look at the other side. And, and I just, I spend a lot of time thinking about the other side. That's why I'm talking about it so much. Just that, like, so so many people and like i was shocked when i started smoking how much people smoke yeah like in it's in crazy or something yeah. like that yeah and you hear like i would be in phases where i would smoke every day mm-hmm. and that was like a big deal and but then i would hear just what someone like a friend i had who who didn't even necessarily talk about it a lot mm-hmm. you know they'd be like oh yeah i smoke like a quarter every week right and what and maybe people would be hearing that now and they'd be like oh yeah that's about where i'm at yeah not not judging but it's like that was crazy for me to hear because just a little bit would do the trick for me but there's people that are way beyond that and dude there's always there there is always someone there's always a bigger fish (laughs) in the tolerance world uh for sure there were times in my life where my tolerance was greater and now it's pretty it's pretty good where it's at for me right now. Um, well, and you just you hear that and you're just like that is that seems like gluttony and mm-hmm. it can uh, be a strange kind of it. Yeah. You get desensitized to it pretty quick, especially with those dabs. Those dabs will also sneak yeah. up on you for sure. Um happened to me like for a very brief moment and then I kind of realized it and had to lay off. But, um, yeah, there is a sense of that. It's just like anything else and it's super, it can be super pleasurable. So, yeah. And even if you're not in a good time, it can be like having a good time in life. It can be pleasurable. So then that can become like something that people rely on to give them pleasure that's what that yeah that gets dangerous can be yeah uh but i get it yeah no 
what what do you think like you are obviously working in the marijuana industry now Hmm. like what do you think when you look at the people that you work with or like even the people above you that like might own the company like they're all potheads yeah I'm, i'm just assuming yeah 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 i mean um from my understanding like one or two they don't smoke until the end of the day yeah like uh one one of my bosses actually like when I first got there was like yeah I don't I don't smoke until after six o'clock when we're all off because like I can't get any work done and after working there I can see like he's busy as fuck like yeah every single second of the day that man is there because it's a smaller company but it, they have really good product so they're moving shit really fast and it's uh, like. Uh- you, sorry, you just reminded me of something that <laughs> that I'm totally gonna forget. But okay. you're talking about like can't not being able to get work done, like because mm-hmm. you're smoking. I I heard recently that uh, the group Maps, which is multi multidisciplinary association for psychedelic hmm. studies, I think. Okay. Something like that. Anyway, they're a huge. They're like one of the biggest psychedelic uh, nonprofit organizations that are like trying to conduct studies and make it to where you can do this stuff legally in centers. Anyway, I, I was watching an interview with, I, I think the founder and he was saying that they have what they call, Oh, I don't remember what they call it. Shit. I think they just call it like smokable tasks or something like that. Like they have certain oh, yeah, yeah. things that like, if they're going to have a meeting, uh, like a creative meeting or something, or even just like some of them like doing paperwork. Right. Like they'll designate it like this is a smokable task and they have areas where they'll go. Yeah. And, and they're providing like free yeah. cannabis and they just smoke it on yep. site and then go do their work. Yeah. And and he was saying that he thinks that's gonna be like a part of almost work culture wellness or, or work wellness culture. Mm-hmm. Like people are gonna have that shit and hey. come, like the same type of I mean, I have, I, I technically have a smokable task at my job. That's kind of, it's funny that you mentioned yeah. that. Cause it's like, he, he definitely doesn't like, yeah. Cause he's rushing around. Yeah. And I, I don't boss. know about my other boss. Um, I'm not really sure. I didn't ask. Um, but yeah, for sure. Everyone up there enjoys marijuana, uh, at some point in the day, I'll say that, but I, and a couple of the other people that work there we smoke before we go in like or i'd take a lot of edibles um because i'm just stuffing yeah well and and like throughout the day and shit like because i i just stuff joints i stuff pre-rolls all day i I stuff about a thousand to fifteen hundred uh or i can every single day i'm trying to get your official job title again I call myself a holy roller, but holy roller. <laughs> I think it maybe a joint technician. <laughs> joint technician? That's great. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I'm just a pre-roll guy. How, how about that? Yeah. But I uh, I do uh, take pride in my work. Sadly, I don't I don't have any here. Um, but uh, they look like some Louisville sluggers. That's for sure. <laughs> 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 I don't know what that means. But uh, it's a it. baseball bat. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, baseball bats. Yeah, I mean, it's been cool. It's been cool to 
um, kind of listen in on because I work in like a area where I can hear my bosses talking to pretty much everyone else in the company. It's a pretty yeah. small room, so I can hear them talking about sales and moving this and that and getting transports. Uh, I might be transporting soon. That might be my next job title, driving from city to city in Oklahoma, delivering their product. Um, yeah. But we're just waiting on paperwork for that. Dude, that'd be so sick. We'll, we'll yeah. definitely have to do a podcast while you're driving hot. Yeah, dude. I'm down. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. I'm like, man, should I get a gun? <laughs> Shit, maybe. I don't know. I feel like if you're packing something, you're asking for something. You know? Yeah. Because if you just get, I don't know. Dude, stopped. if I if I got stopped by gunpoint and someone's like, give me all your shit, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Like, I'd literally just be like, I'm well, not I mean, about to Even if you have gun. a gun, you would yeah. probably do that because you'd be like, this isn't my shit. Like, I'm not risking my life for this. Yeah. And then as they drive away, I'd probably shoot them. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. no. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's been cool. Uh, before that, I started, um, I was a trimmer for a while. I don't know if I ever talked about that. Um, I don't remember. But trimming was, it was all right. It was uh, repetitive. Yeah, just constant trimming uh, the marijuana plant of all the like leaves that didn't have, that didn't look good, basically. Oh, okay. Like we were the people that would, the nugs just have to look pretty for the dispensaries or whatever. Yeah. So. Went from that to a processing place where they make concentrate and pre rolls. So that's uh that's what they do at my uh at my the place I work. Um Is it like, a big facility? No, it's pretty small, but they're they have they're building a new facility in Blanchard that is like um super clean. Because the one I work in now, there's literal, like, chemists in the background. Like, they make concentrate, like, hundreds and hundreds of grams of concentrate every day. Yeah. And there's, like, an explosion-proof room in there and shit with, like, like industrial-sized containers of dry ice and shit that they somehow you like they have huge like bags of marijuana and they um i have to go watch them do it one of these days but they like they take it into that explosion safe room and they compress it and they like do something with the dry ice to it and uh and then like over in the corner of the room there's like beakers and all these fucking like mad scientist looking glassware just everywhere yeah it's been pretty cool i have no idea what they're doing but i just watch them well it's crazy how much because marijuana has been legal in oklahoma for like two years years two or two or three two or three and before i mean before that, like Oklahoma kind of flip-flopped from being like, we're in the middle of the Bible Belt. Mm-hmm. We, we generally have strict 
regulations on most things that you think about, like alcohol, tobacco, et cetera. And it was the same thing, like, you know, as far, as far as I understood, you could spend a night in jail for being pulled over with like a joint or right. something like that in your car. And now every individual can grow what is it, six plants, twelve plants? Yeah. And you can have six plants and you can have an insane amount on you at a time. Yeah, like like a crazy a very liberal like a half a pound or something or I have no idea, but it is like a very liberal amount <laughs> of marijuana. Yeah, and if like you have six is it six or twelve plants? Six, I'm pretty sure. Six. Okay. Yeah. Well that's still a shit ton. Like if you see six like full like I, I had a friend that I visited that had like an indoor, like a whole room dedicated to growing his own plants mm-hmm. and crazy like hydro set up with like lights and all sorts of shit. And I was like, damn, that's six plants. Like I had never seen it in person. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's so much. Like it's that's going to, like you're good. You and your friends and your family could be good for a year. Like, there, yeah. Oklahoma is basically like, yeah, you can homestead your own, yep. <laughs> you know, your own, uh, yeah, your own goods. That's why I'm trying to get a house out here, like real yeah. fucking soon, is so I can grow veggies and grow marijuana plants. Like, it's been a dream now for like only a year, but it sounds nice. And, and I mean, a good plant, if you like feed it well and everything, can yield about three to five ounces. Yeah. And that's 28 grams. Like an ounce is 28 grams. So that's that's a lot of fucking weed. I mean, and if you have six of those. Yeah. That's crazy. Damn. Now, yeah. it may not it may not be like the exotic super high end weed you can go buy in the dispensary. But that would be like unless unless you get really fucking good at it. I mean, I'm sure there's some local farmers that aren't in dispensaries that grow some, like, insane marijuana, but you're still going to have a lot of it. And you can make butter out of it. You can make topicals. You can make, I mean. If you go down the rabbit hole and that stuff, like, you can anything you can have your own trading post. Yeah, yeah. That you can make with, with hemp. Yeah. I mean, baked goods, you can make a business like making baked goods. I had a seltzer water that was marijuana. Like, there's like so many fucking things that you can. And and it's cool because we're just like, we're in the middle of discovering everything that you can do with it. I feel like maybe, maybe just the beginning actually, but. Um, Have you seen the meme that's like, uh, well, like guys only want one thing. And it's so obvious or something like that. And it's like a picture of like a homestead, <laughs> like a tiger. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> no, I've not seen that, but I think I can relate. Shit. Like, here, here it is. Like guys only want one thing and it's so obvious. Damn, like, that would be yeah. insane. It's like. That's a lot of like, money. Yeah, there's your plants. You got, you got the food. got a few animals. Anyway. Yeah, it's funny. Like that's, I see the sentiment changing a lot of ways that like. That's more of the direction that people want versus maybe they dreamed about having a cool apartment in New York City. I don't know. Dude, no, I I would rather have that than an expensive ass car or like I don't know expensive ass vacations. 
Like yeah. Well, it's like bit like in building on a like having something that's and this is why I think fundamentally property rights are kind of important because when you have something that you know you you're going to have it in 10 years, like you're going to benefit from it. Maybe your children will hopefully, or like your family, like when you have those kind of incentives, it's just like, you just want to build and invest into like your land or into whatever it is. And I think guys feel like this, especially, which is why we love <laughs> like any video game that had like any crafting video game or video games where you build your own base and like mm -hmm. build up stuff or even just, the idea of RPG, you're building up your character over time. Like we, we kind of just want to invest in something and like grow it and make it better and mm -hmm. make it prosperous. And like, that's a good, at its best, you're probably just having a humble homestead at its worst. You know, it's, it's a lot more nefarious, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I was thinking about that recently. Um, I mean, it's a cool, it's a cool idea and dream to have. For sure, in my opinion, I also might be really, really stoned and uh, overthinking it. But <laughs> it's what I want to do. I want to be loud. I want to play uh, instruments really loud. That's like yeah. that's honestly the main reason. But um, I also feel like I'd just be happier out there. I've lived enough in the city to like. I don't know. I've sold weed in the city. I want to I want to grow weed and sell it in the country. That'd be that'd be cooler. <laughs> yeah, like on the side of the road, like <laughs> like a watermelon. Country southern peaches. Yeah. <laughs> country southern grass. <laughs> I saw we saw out here in Utah. Uh, what was it? Sweet. It said sugary sweet corn. What, said. <laughs> what does that mean? Is that what you all eat up here for breakfast? Sugary sweet corn. <laughs> that cereal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, you, um, I think about this too. Like you hear about all of these just thousands of different studies and like little bits of evidence about like, you know, how fluoride affects our health and plastic affects our sperm count and mm -hmm. like and this reduces your dopamine and this and like we've just have all of these unnatural kind of uh substances and mm -hmm. food sources and things cleaning products that we're putting into our bodies all the time and i i, I imagine like how different would it be if you were really eating like the real organic stuff or like if you took if you had like a reality show and you took someone who's just like in the city and like a New York apartment, they just eat like McDonald's and, and I don't know, just like consume all the worst shit. And you just like put them on a homestead and like have them eat healthy. Mm -hmm. Like what, what transformation would happen? Like yeah. super, super size me, but like super organic. Right. Right. And with no exposure. Okay, I think it'd be then, great. Like, you hear like Wi-Fi signal, mm -hmm. like that's a whole other realm of stuff. It's like, I can't even begin to think about that. If my Wi-Fi signal is killing my sperm. Right, right. I don't know what I'm going to do. Right, right. <laughs> I, can't, I can't fight that battle. I, I, I do think about um, living that life, though, a lot. The older I'm getting. Like I said, the more I want to be in the real world. And the real world it has a lot of work to do. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it'd be cool. It'd be a cool experiment. Yeah. 
Yeah, I want I want to see that reality show for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there is one, but the sugary sweet corn reminds me. What is your favorite thing to eat when you're stoned? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I know it's a loaded question slash on the spot. No, I mean, I'll, I'll have to say that recently I had like a really juicy steak like a, that I grilled. Mm. And right when I was about to take it off the grill, like two minutes before, me and Jana just came in here and smoked a bowl real quick. And it was after work. It was a good day. I was just like in the perfect state. Mm-hmm. It was just like truly a, a next level human experience. Like when a steak hits just right and you're in the right place where you're like, oh my gosh, life is so good. Like it's so right. crazy. How my life? Like all those thoughts rushing through my head. And I'm just chowing down. So anyway, that's, that's an answer. But that's like, that's not what you eat normally. <laughs> And see, what that question makes me think of is like the worst things because sometimes the worst things I eat mm-hmm. is when I get stony baloney. Oh, hell yeah. I eat really bad shit. But I like cookies. Pork rinds. I like cookies. cookies. Yeah, like fresh baked cookies. See, that's dangerous. <laughs> I know. I know, but dude, they're just like way too fucking good. I've gotten it to where I can have like one. But also... The, the only caffeine that I drink is soda, a good soda after I'm stoned for me. It's just the sugary things. I got to be careful, man. I'm getting older. Can't be having all this sugar. <laughs> yeah. Um, but meals, probably, I don't know. Broccoli's good. <laughs> 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 Broccoli and like a... Uh, I don't know. Rice is good. Like, right, food with rice, that's so fucking... Bro. I just like food. Let's go with that. Yeah, anything's good. Anything, pretty much. Yeah. Even, like, I'll have a salad. I've had a salad when I'm stoned. And well, that's the thing. Is like, you can actually... It goes back to, like, the video games example. Like... Like having Cheetos in your kitchen is like the video games example. Right, right. right. You know, like if you get if you if you get sto- if you get in that different state or any kind of like altered state, same thing. If you get like tipsy for for people who are into that, mm-hmm. um, you're gonna go for the lowest common denominator thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you set out the salad, like if you know you're gonna eat a healthy meal and you like set it out. And you're like, I feel good about this, and I know I'm doing it. And then you get high. You're just way more into it and mm-hmm. appreciate it. I don't know. That's that's thing yeah, I've noticed. Well, and that's kind of what I was mentioning with, like, the running and, like, drinking water and eating food. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what I was talking about. Like you, Yeah, and it's like you set it out. Yeah, yeah. Like, the intention yeah. is that you know you're going to do it. Yeah. So then afterwards, when you're feeling the effects of having healthy food in your system, you're like, damn. You're like introspective and that's kind of what got me on smoothies too. And I put like multivitamin in my smoothie now and protein. And I think that's where I get a lot of my nutrients and I eat, I eat that at the beginning of the day. Um, and it like, it feels like I drink coffee without the jitters. Like I'm just aware and like ready to go start my day, stuff the pre-rolls. <laughs> it's like my cup of coffee in the go. morning. 
go roll up your sleeves and go roll some joints for the yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that's so funny. We need to like push our uh I don't know. We need to make personas of ourselves for a podcast because it's like yeah. joint joint roller <laughs> and a software engineer. Right, like, right. That's our podcast. Yeah, pretty much. I mean they they didn't they just stuck me so it's a machine that does 169 at a time and you put each of the t- like tubes like the sleeves in these holes and mm-hmm. then uh i have a picture i'll just pull up but you dump the product into said holes and then there's a button that vibrates them up and down like this like they're jumping around pogoing and it packs the product down into um the uh the machine yeah i pr- i this is a theme i always appreciate like some of the best technology and the best machines they use like the forces of nature yeah they just, just leverage the force of nature and so like what you're basically saying is like they're just doing the easiest thing you could do which is just like shake and pop up yep. like and then gravity's doing its thing and like packing it down yeah, it looks like a honeycomb. Well, yeah, that's crazy. Dump it in there, and yeah, pull them out. I have a little wooden thing that I like tamp down the front, close it up. I do. I can do two at a time. That's why I got the job. Because <laughs> I like. I literally. They were like telling me to do one, and then they came back, and I got it to where I could put two in my finger and tamp them like in the amount of time they were doing one and I was just yeah. like doing two at a time. Like <laughs> um, Joshy two times. Yeah. I literally was like, I <laughs> need times a fucking job, bro. I need a job. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's been cool. It's been, it, it honestly has been kind of cool. Cause I get to like, basically it's my section. It's my department almost. Uh, they just hired, a new like floor manager and me and him started working there at the same time. So we became kind of like friends mm-hmm. before he was a floor manager. So now he's kind of like, he comes to me if he needs like extra help and shit. His name's Derek. He's really cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, he's the one that just came back. And so I could joke with him like, Hey, I could do two at a time. And like, I wasn't really being serious, but like, he noticed it and was like, yeah, you should just do this. So now he lets me like call the shots on the product. Like if I need to pull stems out and shit, like what the quality needs to be. I don't know. I'm like into it. It feels cool to have a job like that. Finally. No, that's sweet. I mean, weirdly enough, I got to get past. It seems kind of dorky, but sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Oh, oh, no, no. I was was just going to say like, marijuana seems like one of the better industries that's growing mm-hmm. right now. Like I, it's crazy to think like, if you imagine industries that are really growing and good to get into, you'd be like tech, you know, real estate, maybe, I don't know, marijuana. Right. <laughs> like, right. It's weird that that would pop up there. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like the marijuana industrialization or like, you know, that that industry should have boomed like 80 years ago or something. Right. right. Like along with tobacco, which, yeah, we all love what tobacco's become. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. We picked know. the wrong fucking horse. Yeah, like we picked the wrong goddamn horse. 
The whole world. Yeah, did. imagine if if we had normalized like throughout the forties and fifties how people are just like in ad agency offices, just fucking fucking smoking all day, smoking joints. <laughs> yeah, imagine. Yeah, they're, they're, I wonder like where the yeah I wonder where the world would be at if that was the case. Well, and I mean, it, know, but it's also be, like we can't we can't be. This is something I have to remind myself constantly. It makes me feel so good. But it also has probably done a number on my lungs. Like, if we're being honest, you know, like you're still smoking plant matter. Yeah. And that's kind of where the edibles are coming in for me. The older I get, the more I try and eat those or drink it somehow or just like put it on my skin. Um, yeah, yeah. Because, like, it can be easy to live a healthy life, work out high as fuck but you're smoking like three blunts a day, but you're still active and you're still like, you know, but you could yes. be, you could be like destroying your lungs though. Even if you're running like, mm-hmm. no, and that's, that's because that's a situation I'm basically stuck in. Like I, I don't smoke that much now that I'm out here, but, um, I still think like, I don't, this isn't the end game. I don't want to be inhaling right. smoke my whole life but it's like it's illegal here so mm-hmm. i can't just go to the store and get something you know i roll on my elbows at night or right, something right, like that right that's gonna yeah. put me in the zone i don't know so it's it, it kind of sucks that you're you're forced into just doing it illegally doing it off off the grid off the books yeah yeah but like in the legal realm it's crazy too because it's not federally legal, but it's legal in certain like local or state mm-hmm. jurisdictions. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the marijuana companies, they can't get bank accounts. So they have like cash runners and they have like semi like security, like private military forces yeah, yeah. are almost starting to sprout up just from the marijuana industry because mm-hmm. they're moving so much expensive product. And it's kind of funny. This goes back to a little bit. It shines light on something about money. Mm. It's just like the the cost. Whenever you are, whenever the money or the good that you're moving around is like a physical thing, uh, you know, like if you're forced to move it physically, like it's really expensive. Like they're hiring security dudes and armored cars and all sorts of shit. They don't want to be doing that. But of course, the federal government's pretty in that place, right? But yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like all that, it's a wild West time and like it's booming in Oklahoma mm-hmm. and it's weird of all places. Like why would it be Oklahoma yeah. are booming so much lately? I will say though, here's my, here's yeah. my, uh, my negative. <laughs> I've been trying to be so like optimistic and shit recently, but there are, there have been a lot of places I've gone that are just like, kind of a pitiful example of a medical marijuana uh business if it's going to be medical oh yeah if it's going to be like medical you know what i'm saying which i'm all for it being primarily medical i like i don't care if it's recreational or not it is booming here and the people that are doing it right are doing it right but i like i could tell that it was just it basically got passed to be medical so people could finally just smoke marijuana. 
if that makes sense. Yeah, it was like a means. And maybe an maybe I'm and ignorant. Maybe I don't. Maybe I'm not into the. Maybe I'm not in with the actual like medical crowd of marijuana, but um, that's at least my experience at the, all these farms and stuff. Like the the uh, I won't get into it, but like the um, I don't know health code shit. I don't know things like that are. It's very vague. There's still like vague lines. It is a wild west still. It feels like out here. Yeah, out here at least. And there's like a showy nature to where all of the or a lot of the marijuana stores are kind of like fronting is like health benefits and like medical. Like there was a store by my old house, Oklahoma City, called Mediwana, just M-E-D-I-Wana. It's just yeah. like you didn't even try. Right. Or there's like first health, first alert, urgent help. Right. Like, I don't know. Like like as if you're stopping in, you're like, oh, I'm having a heart attack. Like, give me, I don't know, some fucking pills or whatever like you're stopping in to save your life but it's obvious that everyone there is or not everyone most people are just kind of using it recreationally mm-hmm. which is fine but but generally it's always good to have things come around medically and like serve those who need it right like rather than just want it um like you want to, you want to get to those people first and highlight them first, because we're talking very casually about all of this. But for some people, like using marijuana is like they need it for their chronic pain. Yeah, yeah, hugely alleviating. And I mean, I even started sm- smoking because for my sleep. Not that I have terrible sleep problems, or I'm an example of a person like that. But you know, like it. Dude, that's what like checking uh, those boxes first. That's what RSO is. Rick Simpson oil. Have Rick you ever Simpson had, oil. No. Have you ever had that? It helps with um, like pain and body healing and cancer, arthritis. Uh, it's fucking strong. It is strong shit. Yeah. Um, but every time I've had it, it alleviates anxiety for me, like in a medical way. It's weird. It's like it's. It's strong. It's just that it comes in this little like syringe thingy that doesn't have a needle, but you like one little drop and you like put it on your tongue or you like put it in food. You can like mix it in olive oil. Uh, You can put it in your honey like and you just ingest it or you can smoke it in a dab thing. If you want, you could put it in a pen. Um, that that's like the most medical thing I think I've had here because you can ingest it orally and you can smoke it as well. Yeah. Um, but it is like, it's like you could see the devil strong. <laughs> like if you take too much, um, it's not a good time. Yeah. No, and I remember hearing those stories of like kids getting seizures, and CBD would like help. Oh yeah. Like, yeah alleviate that and then they couldn't get like parents were complaining because they couldn't get it in their state mm. and their child is suffering yeah and it's like it. such a one of those like super obvious like yeah know, it could help like, them so and, well, and, and that's what's crazy is like that stuff um it really just it didn't numb me but it made things feel 
dull is not the right word either because I was able to like do my everyday activities with it. It just alleviated, I don't know, is alleviating, I guess is the word, which yeah. I, I have anxiety every day about just different shit, just general like anxiety. And sometimes smoking can increase that. But RSO, that oil was like, I don't know, there's something about it. I need to do re more research or maybe ask the guys that I work with more about it. Like the compounds of it, what makes it, you know, what, what terpenes are in it or if, are there any, like, you know, what, how, how is it chemically made that way to like be effective? Um, yeah. especially if they're talking about like it helping with cancer. I mean, that's like a very important selling point in my opinion for marijuana. That's why I like marijuana is cause I heard it could be a potential, um, it can help with at least like well, help at with least appetite alleviate and alleviate pain, give them yeah. appetite. Um, yeah, I mean, RSOs. like if I was going on chemo, I would want to be able to smoke right, or, or right. to marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. Some way. Definitely. Yeah. And I think more, if more people start taking that seriously, like it could be super powerful in Oklahoma because we have like OU Medical Center and all that shit, you know, like it, I feel like it could be a unstoppable force of like good, just good benefits that, it, but there's been a lot of stigma here about yeah. marijuana for a long time. So it might take a couple of years and maybe that's in the works. Who knows? But no, I, I it is like, I think all of this stuff is going to be incorporated in to our medical system mm -hmm. and like jumping back to maps like uh the nonprofit for studying psychedelics like they you know they're at the forefront of this trying to bring this into a more traditional medical and psychological framework like all these different sus substances like um mdma especially for like depression therapy or therapy for trauma ketamine i've heard like yeah, ketamine being used recently, obviously right. shrooms. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you just imagine, like when I think about what would it truly, like if I'm imagining the most optimal, like future version of the medical system and like what would be available for people, you imagine that it's the full cornucopia of like everything from nature everything made in a lab treatments like natural, like meditation, yoga, like the full, the full spectrum of like all of those. Um, and then food, like good, healthy food, like the full spectrum of all of those, like key predictors of just well being. Mm -hmm. you know, that like that should all be a part of the medical, medical system. And right now, you know, especially talking about food, like food is so removed from the medical system, like the medical system starts after the point that you've already, most people have already eaten their way into like this health. Yeah. Maybe by their own knowledge or like maybe they didn't know, or, you know, maybe they got poisoned or <laughs> something like that from the food, yeah. which has happened many times, like in fast food places in the past. Right. So I don't like, that's just what, if I imagine like what, what if we did this, 
great. What if mm -hmm. we did this like 10 out of 10? What would that look like? And it's clearly, it'd be like, yeah, some people, they just need, you know, maybe a vegan diet and some yoga. And maybe then some people, they need to do powerlifting and carnivore diet. And then maybe some people, they need to do like MDMA and <laughs> like, right. I don't know, do this treatment and this treatment. Like, like different people were so, uh, the differences between us are so large that mm -hmm. it's you never know what it's going to be for you and that's but what happens why it's important that we have the freedom to even be able to experiment for ourselves well, yeah and that i was just about to say that's what happens when you uh shelter society and like when you look at parents that shelter kids or something like they're gonna f still find a way to uh to do whatever you're sheltering them from <laughs> And yeah. so the ways are going to get more quote unquote nefarious because they're not allowed to do it or whatever. And it's the same thing with why drug, like, yeah, drugs have been illegal. People have been killed over them uh, because yeah. of, I don't know, poor judgment of our, of our leaders, not of like all that shit. But, no, Totally. Yeah, the drug, when we look back at the drug war <laughs> with enough, which we already kind of are, I mean, young yeah. people are, people who are, you know, really. We saw the tail end of it, like, for sure. Yeah. I mean, but it's still happening. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. But, yeah, we're just going to look back at it. It's going to seem ridiculous. It's going to be such an injustice, so obvious. Well, um, yeah, I mean, the obvious broken record fact of, uh, people are still incarcerated for marijuana, like mm -hmm. still. And that's crazy. I mean, I hate using that word. That's crazy, man. But like, <laughs> uh, it is, it really is. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, I mean, but I know it's a, I know it's a topic that like people have driven into the ground, but it's weird that things still haven't gotten taken care of involving it, you know? Yeah. And it, it's so crazy when you, they have like army commercials and CIA commercials and shit where they're like, they're trying to like put up front, like, look at this, look at this Latina woman who's commander. Look at this, like, you know, this, this girl who didn't know that she would, the army was ever for her. And like, we're going to outline her life in a commercial and show you. And like they'll virtue signal mm -hmm. with that kind of stuff. But at the same time, like this is the same institution that just like imprisons millions of people like and it's it's the most terrible topic when you start to dig into it and i can't i can't spend it's not my area of of deep inquiry uh like it's just when i when i go down it, it makes me so upset yeah and i have no rational <laughs> i have no rational thing to do with the emotions i start to feel but um yeah you know it's a, it's a travesty that we put people behind bars for wanting to change their own consciousness yeah, and, and doing that of their own free will. And like, that's, you know, that's not going to age well. It's definitely not going to age well, but well, it's hopefully like with these, with going back to medical, like serving medical needs, like that's, that's where you get some, where you can show some of the most signal mm -hmm. for that. Like this is, this should be legalized and definitely should not be punished. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Did you see that Olympic shit that happened? Shakari Richardson? No. She got suspended. She she was supposed to be in the Olympics, but she got suspended because she tested positive for marijuana. Wow. Yeah. It's fucking dumb. I hate that shit. Like I've I've heard of also like basketball players or even fighters. Like I don't know if they got suspended also, but they got shit for it. And it it's like holy fuck. Like can't they like let their bodies relax? <laughs> yeah. Shakari Richardson. WADA's marijuana rules are outdated. Well, it's too, oh, well that's their headline, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah, crazy. She, yeah. Damn, 21-year-old athlete turned pro. Like, what 21-year-old athlete is not fucking using marijuana? I'm sure there's some, but damn. But that's what I'm talking about too. Like, and, and it's these like are the this... people. These are the people that inspire me to go run, like, and be active. But I'm still smoking marijuana, or I'm still eating it. You know, like, yeah. There's obvious professional athletes that are fucking amazing that use it and probably use it for very serious reasons or just to fucking relax and just chill out and enjoy or to, or to work out like you're yeah. saying like it's, yeah. it's such a huge like, like i've heard of ufc fighters using using it for like intense workouts and stuff yeah. like that it can it can take you oh. to a place it helps you get introspective like we were talking about and it's fucked up that a government can just decide you can't do that but yeah. some of these states you can do it or I guess it's the Olympics, so it's a world thing. But I'm sure a government's involved in somehow, <laughs> somehow yeah. or another. And and you see it, you see it. In, I mean, in stories like that, like it highlights, like because of how ambiguous and and large and dumb the drug war is. Like, lots of people will skim by and get away with it. But then the rules can be enforced when you're trying to discriminate specifically, mm-hmm. you know, like, like it seems like it was with her. And um, a lot of times it highlights classism, I think, like mm-hmm. most glaringly where you see just poor people on balance are the ones that get the worst of the enforcement of, of the drug laws. Mm-hmm. And then you know, a lot of times people like us, like we'll kind of get it. Not that we're selling drugs necessarily or using right for the marijuana, but like we, we don't have the same kinds of fears. Like it, it just highlights how fucked up it is and mm-hmm. like how much kind of basically privilege can come into play. But that, yeah. I don't even like to call it privilege. It's more of just like, are you being targeted by, by the entity or not? Right, right. You know, because there's not a natural privilege there. It's just like the entity is not oppressing you like it's oppressing other people. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I, I do kind of see some like vague like privilege here in Oklahoma, though, in it, like in the marijuana uh-huh. industry, for sure, because there is so there are like equal amount dispensaries there are to churches. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in, in in Oklahoma City, it seems like, and all of them are just like, yeah, it just I don't know, it seems, it's weird, 
it's weird to be illegal for so long and now it's suddenly legal and all the assert it seems like from the outside it seems like a certain group of people are benefiting from it now and there are people sitting in jail that were benefiting from it and were very smart about it until they got caught <laughs> sadly yeah a lot of a lot of future businessmen and women probably that would be thriving right now in this fucking green rush, but they can't because they're sitting in the can because of yeah. some bullshit law that we've had for so long. See, when really and now, and now because the prisons are so fucked, they're probably a little more fucked. And like maybe yeah, like, they had to do things to survive, and now they're mentally fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's like. I mean, I'm, whole, I'm speaking out of my ass. So, <laughs> no, no, definitely. This you're getting in the place where, like, I always get when I start thinking about this. I'm just like pissed, and I don't yeah. have any intelligence to say. It's just like this is fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, but what are we gonna do about uh, it? Like, we're sitting yeah. here just talking on Zoom. Uh, and and other news though, I saw this and I thought it was funny. Dubai creates its own rain to battle 50 C. I'm guessing I mean Celsius heat using zapper drones that cause showers. What? So these are like, this is like rainfall. Produced by drones? Produced by drones in Dubai. No way. Yeah. I, I saw someone retweeted this and they were like, they're like, y'all, the conspiracy theory, theorists, they have one leg up now after seeing this. Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> now we're going to start saying rain is fake. What the hell? Yeah, so they make it rain. What? Man, you you brought this up in the right uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it, it's funny. And obviously, it must be in pretty small areas. That's whatever. insane like, still, though. Probably just moving. But I, ho I hope they start to use that shit for wildfires or yeah. something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be I mean, use it for something. Well, drones, really... drones just remind me of the Colorado... Have you heard of the, I think it was two years ago, there were fleets of drones that nobody knew, like, who they fucking belonged to? Maybe we even talked about this a long time no, ago. I don't, I don't remember this. Colorado drone f fleet. Um, oh, it might be solved finally. No, basically, no one was taking responsibility for these big flights of drones that were flying over parts of, like, Colorado. And they would just see them. And their agencies, um, Federal Aviation Administration, claimed ignorance. And people are saying it could be, like, secret Air Force program or some shit. But the Air Force isn't claiming... Um, ownership but they're also not denying it or some shit yeah okay yeah here's what happened. see that how do you once there's a certain number of drones just like deployed like mm -hmm. how do you even keep track of all of them like yeah. one person could have hundreds yeah yeah i don't know that's crazy maybe it was another country but it's you like saying that for some reason. Like 
drones are obvious. Like you could just have a satellite. Yeah, that's true. But drones and weed, man. That'll be yeah. the name of the drone episode. Weed delivery is coming. Drone <laughs> weed delivery. It's fucking coming. When when until it's pizza? I've seen the self-driving <laughs> pizza cars. When are they going to be drones? Well, I wonder like what the what the you know when when I think about the future of the marijuana industry, definitely drones come into my head, but I don't know. Uber it's, Eats, but marijuana. Yeah. Well, they already have that, don't they? Bong Bong Appetit. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's called Bong Appetit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I Dude, think... we need to we need to go buy that URL. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's already made. Yeah, you're right. God it's, damn it. I probably heard that from somewhere and just mimicked it. I'm trying to remember what the California company was called. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, they Dude, have a domain, delivery. Domain name, uh, like we were talking about collectibles, like collecting video games. But like people who collect domain names, like that's... Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they flex on those. Damn, imagine if you could have like got Nike. Just Nike.com. Yeah. Well, you would have sold it to them in like 1999 for like a hundred thousand dollars, and you'd be like, "Yes." But really, it's worth like yeah, yeah, like ten million dollars. Right, something. right. This this CEO that's really into Bitcoin, he also has a bunch of domains. Uh, CEO of MicroStrategy, and if you go to like hope.com, hope.com, and it like tells you about Bitcoin, <laughs> or you can go to strategy.com. That's another yeah. one he has. Just strategy.com and it's like it shows every other like stock versus Bitcoin and how bad it's done versus Bitcoin. <laughs> so it's like it's just like a weird flex. Like he's just flexing on everyone. He's like, I'm gonna put this here because like I own this shit. And he doesn't ever have to sell it. But I don't know. I wonder who owns weed.com. Weed.com. That's a valuable one. I'm gonna look it up on my phone right now. Weed.com. It's probably like See, eventually some tech company will buy it out. Weed Maps will buy it out. Well, I guess they would just do weedmaps.com. Like, why Why buy the expensive one? The first, yeah, the main page works. says Delta 8 Edibles. Whoa. <laughs> the full loop. The full loop around. It's just yeah. a bunch of edible stuff. Yeah. Delta 8 THC Crispy Treat for $7.99. They got vapes. They got flour. They've got gummies. They better. It's weed.com. Bundle and save. You have that domain and you're not like using it to its fullest. It's like powerful. It's powerful shit right there. There's a ring of power. They're selling Delta 8, Delta 10, THCV, CBD. Crazy. They're selling crazy. Man, we're still in the Wild West, that's for sure. I have no idea what this industry is going to look like, but weed.com will still be around at least. Yeah, hopefully. I hope uh, I hope one day I can get a job at weed.com and it's a VR. The job is a VR video game where I'm flying a drone through rings in the real world, but they're virtual rings and I have to deliver the precious cargo. Oh, so you're the delivery boy. So I'm the delivery boy, but my job is in a computer chair all day, lean back, and 
my skill, my epic skills in games and my in video games and being off. stoned pay off <laughs> and won. That's the only hope for these weed fucking video game nerds. That's their only goddamn hope. <laughs> yeah. You gotta make their video game a full time job, but the full time job is a drone just delivering shit all day. It could work. Yeah. It could it's work. Vision. <laughs> but Sweet, you want to call it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> thanks <laughs> for watching, y'all. <laughs> yeah, thanks, y'all.